This is a bonus episode podcast brought to you by me, Health Coach Heather. And today I want to quickly just talk about inflammatory foods. Before I get into that, though, I'd like to let you know that I do have a five-day whole foods detox coming up. This is five days of eliminating foods that are causing inflammation in your body, which we will talk about some of those foods today. Now, you can go at this alone and kind of do your own detox, or you can come join the group and have support and have a coach guiding you through this, have the recipes, the shopping list, the handbook, everything you need in order to do a cleanse, a detox, a reset, gently and safely using whole foods. Now, if you're listening to this episode when it airs, today is November 2nd, and this fall detox starts on November 7th. That is next Monday, coming up. So you're going to want to go purchase that detox right away, get your materials, get grocery shopping, get your supplements, and be ready to go come Monday. You need some time to get your mindset in the right place before you start the detox. And I actually call it a reset. Some people have some negative triggers when you mention the word detox. This is a gentle cleanse, a gentle reset that will cleanse your cells out and you will feel so much better. Your liver will be happy. And not only your liver, but think about the energy you're going to gain. Your sleep is going to improve. And as your energy gets better because your, your sleep improves, our body starts to go back into homeostasis, back into balance. And that's where I talk about your body was always designed to heal itself by itself if you give it the right conditions. We're going to give it the right conditions next Monday for five whole days. And after that five whole days, I'm going to invite you to continue that five-day whole foods detox for maybe another five days or 10 days or 30 days. If you feel so good, why stop at five days, right? Okay, on with the episode, the bonus episode today, we're going to talk about some inflammatory foods that if you cut these foods out, well, let's just say you're noticing some mental health problems and you're feeling a little bit heavier or darker than usual, darker thoughts, um, more depression, more anxiety than usual, trying to deal with the stress of the world and and just the heaviness of the energy of the world right now might be weighing on you. I know that I've definitely felt that. Um, and you might be gaining weight. You might not be losing weight and you have weight to lose, but you're trying to. Uh, you might be feeling some headaches or extra fatigue right now. And maybe your children are going through this too. Maybe they have some psoriasis or, um, you know, some itchy skin or some skin issues going on or some flare-ups. If you have flare-ups in the body or you noticed a cyst coming on or you notice just different things happening in the body, this is typically from um, negativity in your thoughts, in your life, that's causing this negative energy field within the body, and also a combination with these inflammatory foods. So if we can work on your thoughts, obviously that's amazing, but we also need to work on cleaning up your diet and making sure that you get these inflammatory foods out. And you're going to want these inflammatory foods because your brain remembers the hit of dopamine it gets when it eats these inflammatory foods. And this is where you're really going to have to dig deep and be in control of your brain to actually move the needle forward to getting rid of this forever. So it helps to have a plan. It's really going to help you to come into that whole foods detox to really see what this is like, okay? Living without inflammatory foods. 
But these are the inflammatory foods. Let's start here. Wheat is number one. The hybridized wheat back in the 50s, um, they were trying to create a way to feed the world. And during this crisis of trying to feed the starving people of the world, they started to grow shorter stalks of wheat. This is your hybridized wheat. Instead of it growing big and tall, they were growing it shorter because a lot of it, it would grow tall and it would break off and it, it would go to waste, you know, when it fell down or whatever. So a lot wasn't being harvested. So they were trying to find another way to harvest more, get a higher yield and feed the world and the starvation crisis. Beautiful, noble idea, right? The way to do this, however, was through poisons like glyphosates and a lot of chemicals being sprayed on these plants to get them to be resistant to the chemical, but only make it so they grow a certain height and they'll yield more. And by the 70s, this really came into full force. And then by the 2000s, well, now we have gluten sensitivity, right? We see, we're starting to see a little bit more of that. Now we come into the 2020 era, which we're in now, and there's aisles in the grocery store devoted to gluten intolerance and celiac people. Because our bodies and our guts, over time with this hybridized wheat, breaks down the system, breaks down the microbiome, and we can't digest it as well. Our body can't assimilate it as well. It starts to see it as a foreign invader in the body and maybe some autoimmune issues um, because the body starts to attack itself. Those will come on because of this hybridized wheat. So if you can figure out a way and you can, because there's so many ways now, there's recipes galore for gluten-free or celiac or wheat intolerance or sensitivity issues, okay? You just have to plan it better for your menu planning and your recipes for the week to include meals that don't have gluten in it, to buy more snacks that don't have gluten in it, and to figure this out for you and your family, because this is a highly inflammatory food. The next one I would recommend cutting out is dairy. Now, while there are exceptions like raw dairy, people do tend to have an enzyme um, in their body or some kind of DNA structure in there that doesn't break down um, the protein in milk, okay, in cow's milk in particular, even raw milk. Now, I just had a hair scan done on Monday and I loved it. It was awesome but the top inflammatory food that kind of presented itself was cow's milk. And I only drink raw cow's milk. And at that, I only drink a little shot glass full maybe every other day or so. I don't even drink a ton of it. But apparently my body is seeing cow's milk as a foreign invader in my body. And it, it kind of starts to attack in certain ways. But I don't, I don't necessarily feel the effects of that in my body. So I would not have known that had I not done the hair scan right? So raw dairy is better than any other dairy out there. But when you can do like a blood test or a hair scan, epigenetic hair scan, you can really see if this is an issue that you need to cut out because dairy is very inflammatory, very, very inflammatory. In fact, maybe 70 to 80% of the population, they do have a sensitivity to dairy. A lot of them know they do, but they still eat dairy, ice cream, milk, cheese, um, and things like cheese and like kefir, they won't present a problem as much as milk will, milk and ice cream, of course. So even knowing which kinds of dairy your body tolerates better than others 
is good to know, but I would do a test here for a little while and just cut out the hybridized wheat, cut out the dairy and see what happens to your gut. See if it heals your gut. See if that helps things in your body start to go back to normal and you'll, you'll know because you'll have a clearer brain. You'll have a strong immune system. You'll be able to sleep better and think better and function better and have more energy. Things will just start to feel better for you. Even if you feel pretty good right now, like sometimes we don't know how much better we could even feel if we cut these out. So we try cutting them out, seeing what happens. All right, we have the wheat out now. We have the dairy out. The next one is sugar, refined sugar. This is the one, guys. This is the one that I see causes the most problems for people. It is a drug for sure. Sugar is very, very addicting and it's put into almost everything in our grocery store. This is why we tell people to shop the perimeter of the grocery store, mainly because you're going to find things. Well, your yogurt section, of course, will have a ton of sugar in it too. But you're going to find the products that are more whole foods based without the sugar in it. Anything that comes in a package or a box, you better read that label. If it's got more than four grams of sugar in it, just put it back. But the goal here really is to cut out sugar and I'm sorry, some of you guys are mad right now and you're crying and you wished I hadn't said that. But I promise you that if you try this one, cutting out sugar, and you really just have that determination in your mindset that you can't go back to the sugar. It's causing some mental health issues for you. It's causing some gut issues for you. Your body's not loving sugar. Your brain loves it because the, the chemical dopamine, that hormone gets released and you just love the feel of it because it tastes good and now your taste buds... Um, are really excited. It's an excitogen, like MSG on your taste buds. So how are you going to cut this out? I would be for sure thinking of a plan to cut sugar out of my life. And if I need something sweet, how can I get that sweetness in my life without needing a fix of a candy bar or sugar itself? Okay. Maybe I have a teaspoon of raw honey. Maybe I have just a nice mug of herbal tea with some honey in it. That would give me some sweetness. Maybe I eat more sweet potatoes, beets, sugar snap peas, any of those squashes, and I can roast them and that brings out the sweetness. Maybe if I get my sweetness from nutrient-dense foods and get my mineral balance back up with my electrolytes, my magnesium, potassium, calcium, what if my body goes back into balance and I don't even crave the sugar anymore? I wonder how amazing that would be to never ever really want sugar again. It would be amazing and it is amazing. I've experienced that. So the inflammatory foods you will cut out are the wheat, the dairy, and the sugar. There's a couple more I will mention here. There are smaller population percentages who have an intolerance or sensitivity to these two things, and that is oats and peanuts. Okay, oats, oats and peanuts. So when you cut oats and peanuts out now, you might notice, wow, I, I feel really good. The dairy's out, the wheat, the sugar, the oats, the peanuts, and I'm learning how to prepare healthier whole foods for my family and keep them off of those nasty ingredients that make them feel sick and icky. And we're living in a day and age where it's, it's kind of nice. You can buy gluten-free pastas, lentil pastas, um, you know, 
bean pastas. There's different kinds. There's hearts of palm noodles now and zucchini noodles. And there's so many ways to replace pastas that are wheat filled. It's amazing all the products we have. Try some different things out, okay? If you're a pasta eater and you love your pasta, I know it's cheap, but it's actually costing you a lot more in your health than you realize, and especially over time. It's going to catch up to you. Okay, so where can we find or tweak these recipes so that we can have what we need? Okay, you can go to realplans.com and if you kind of purchase their subscription, which it's nice, I've had it before, you can go in and just type in any kind of diet you want, paleo, um, autoimmune, AIP, protocol, keto, Mediterranean, whatever kind of diet you want to do, or you can even just put in the words, no wheat, no dairy, no sugar, no oats, no peanuts, and all the recipes will come up. And then you can just start picking and choosing from those recipes. That's pretty amazing. There's also the Food Allergy Chef. You might Google her, Food Allergy Chef. And she's got a website as well where you can do the same thing, a subscription monthly thing, but she's got hundreds and hundreds of recipes just cutting out these inflammatory foods. Pinterest is a great place to kind of get started for free if you want to just kind of look and see what's out there already. And you'll find blogs. You'll find people's blogs, recipe blogs, where they're living a lifestyle like this, not eating any of these inflammatory foods. And that's basically what their blog is about, how to eat this this clean whole foods way. So let's start you there. And again, if you'd like to come on in to the five-day whole foods reset, we start Monday, November 7th, 2022 is when I'm recording this. And I'd love to have you in there. We go into a private Facebook group together where we can take pictures. I'd like to see the meals you're preparing from these recipes and post them in there. We can uplift and support each other. I come on live and coach and just talk to you guys about whatever we need to discuss, any issues you're having. So it's a good coaching opportunity there. Um, any little extra tips detox wise to deepen your detox or reset, I put in that private Facebook page. So if you're not on Facebook, you might want to figure out a way to get on Facebook for that week of the five-day detox if you're purchasing it, because it's nice to have that support of the group and the coaching there, okay? But you're going to have your recipes, your shopping list, your handbook, which is going to tell you what your daily protocol is and go through everything for you so you're not confused or left wondering what to do. Um, and then, of course, all the bonus materials you get with the detox. It's definitely going to be worth the price. It's $99, but you can get $20 off by using the code FALLRESET, all capital letters. I will leave a link in the show notes if you're interested in just studying that out more or purchasing that. I'd love to see you in this year's Fall Whole Foods Detox. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.